We are the champions, my friends. Don't, don't, Max don't. Verstappen. We'll <laughs> keep on fighting till the end. Charles Leclerc. We are the champions. We are the champions. No time for losers. Yeah, we are champions of the world. Max Verstappen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Happens in streets with Baba and Queen. Max Verstappen. It would happen next race in Austin, but it has been finalized. It's not a few seconds. No, okay. I feel like we are are getting ahead of ourselves. Grofty, God will punish you. You deserve it, Grofty. <laughs> They're in the Grofty. <laughs> anyway, anyway, guys. So, this was a very eventful race. And we want to, like, quickly oh, take no. you through what Hi, happened. Hi, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See, honestly, I'm emotionally downcast. <laughs> and very... I'm not in the best frame of mind right now, so... Yeah, if you've been watching the the, the race this weekend, then you know that it's yeah. been on a different time time zone and everything. So we've been awake quite a lot. Yes. And our minds are touching a little bit. Yes, sleep deprived. <laughs> that is what we are. But let's just say it didn't really disappoint. It was just a very chaotic race. Very, very chaotic race. So... Queen, let's get into it. We should start from FP1. What happened in... I watched FP1. It was at 4, 5, 4 a.m. On I don't Friday. remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. We'll start from, from Kwali. Oh, it was... What happened? Because Latifi crashed. No, Latifi yeah, normal. did his... He was a cute layout. Yeah, so, hey, so they it. have structured a circuit. All the drivers are following one line. Only Latifi said he has decided that he will turn left where there's no... <laughs> he decided hey, to Nicholas. go in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say he redeemed himself. That's all we can say. No, but still, you didn't get lost in Le Castellet or Le do you know the funny thing? He said the cars are too strange. <laughs> the car. Listen, a bad workman quarrels with his tools. What does the car have to do mm. with anything? Hmm. Anyway, let's skip to Kwali because honestly, what else happened in I can't remember. I woke up very early. I was watching on my way to work. And yeah, nothing substantial happened. Shaw had his brake oh, issues. Oh, I know. I think for FP2, that was when they were supposed to have a prolonged session for a tire test. And they Don't look they... at me. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. They disturbed our ears with ties today. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for like going into tire strategy and like what's the threats of the tires and all of that. But hey, one hour. <laughs> Why? Okay, but apparently people were happy about them going into the whole makeup of the tires mm. and all of that. So and FP2 was when Hamilton was leading. He led <laughs> FP2, didn't yes. he? It's just practice. It's just practice. So we don't know what's wrong with the W13. That's what, what Everything is wrong with that car. It's very unstable. 
But mm. um, I think his name is Mike Elliott. He's like the technical director for Mercedes. Apparently, they know what is wrong with the car. It's just that it's a design flaw mm. and they cannot make a change to it because it's just too fundamental. But it means they have a plan for next, next year. year. So Mercedes fans, hold on to your hats. Next year might not be as depressing as this year has been for you. So um, I think let's move on to Collie. What were the main things that happened? Oh, um, Charles had a problem with his brakes. Mm. Honestly, we keep saying this and people think we are joking, but he's the king of bad luck. No. I have not seen the consistency of bad luck like this in anyone's career. It's Why? Time. Baba, it's time. Atria Mountains. Mountains, it's Here time. Here we come. Here we come. We match him there for like seven days of and fasting and prayers. And it's almost as if Verstappen has like the direct opposite. Opposite, yeah. He has extremely good luck. Like, extremely. Hmm. This year has been so good. So, so good for him. Max, I mean. Not Shao. Shao, Um Chunoda and Gasly also had break issues in Kali. So, yes. I guess there was a... So, Gasly was... I think Gasly had to finish P17... Um, they managed to sort out Chunode's issues, so um, he made it into Q2. But, yeah, sadly for Gasly, after his exciting announcements, was that during that time or after? Hmm. It was 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> they did not want me to sleep. Yes, <laughs> I know. It, it was, was 1 a.m. on Saturday, and then we yeah, had... So Cody they announced their rights right before... before. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, it has finally been confirmed officially that Gasly is going to Alpine in 2023. Well, freedom. is it really freedom? Well, freedom from, freedom Red, from Bull, Red Bull, but he's running towards trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like the drama. This is a long, winding, dramatic friendship stroke. Is it a friendship? It I is, it's love and hatred <laughs> <laughs> between he and Ocon. Um, according to Ralph Schumacher, who is the uncle to make Schumacher in case the surname confused you. Well, he said, Mr. Steal Your Girl Gasly stole Ocon's girlfriend when they were children, which is why they are no longer friends. We do not necessarily agree or we don't know if it's true. But just think about this, right? Mick Schumacher is Esti Bestie's bestie. So <laughs> <laughs> it means that Mick Schumacher might have been the one to tell Ralph Schumacher about mm -hmm. this whole girlfriend history. Yeah. So there's a possibility that it might be true. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was just by the way. It also means that DeVries has finally been confirmed to go to Alpha Tauri or Alpha Tiny as some sweet <laughs> people are calling it. But it's really heartwarming and so wholesome to see that finally, after like two years in Formula E and mm, deviating after yeah. winning the F2 championship, he is finally in Formula One. Congrats, DeVries. Maybe we should have a hunch do before you made it to Formula One. <laughs> Between him and Piastri, we are going to see how how well they do because we've been waiting for all of the, both of them to make the seat, get the seat into F1, and they finally have. So next year will be like exciting getting to. This is the moment where I can tell for to all the Max fans that Max is a good friend because he told Devries to give him at Marco a call, so he sort of. 
Yeah, but we know this that Max thing. is a good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Max fan club, please. Um, what else happened in Kali? Um, um, I think I'll Charles be... still had like a problem with his breaks, but fortunately it was sorted. Um, he did go for a quick bathroom break, if we do say so ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Alpine, both the both cars made it to Q3. Yes. So which both, has been both, the first time in a long time. Yeah, since, um, I think, 2015 in Suzuka. in Suzuka. That was the last time two Alpines were in, um, in, in Q3. Okay, and mind you, it was raining a lot as well. Um, the weather condition these, this whole weekend has been <sighs> very not the best. Well, it, if was, you're... it was almost a river. Yes. So it was it was kind of tricky for everyone, like trying to for people who haven't been to the track as well. So people who are, are not used to the track at all, they had to sort of like Joe Ganyu Ganyu had to get used to the track, but also get used to driving oh, on the track. Oh, make sure like crashed. As well. Oh yes, that's what happened FP, in FP1. FP1, yes. At the end at of the very the... yeah, and he had yeah. had a very good session as well, which was sad for him. And I don't think it was the best time for him no, fighting for his seat no. to cost has a whole new chassis. So we still don't know if he's going to rec like retain his seat, but hopefully he does. And the very good thing about Collie was the fact that Vettel used. I don't know, just the the goodwill of the fans oh to make God. it to Q3. It was lovely to behold. And he just had these very emotional radio messages about how he loves Suzuka. It, and it, it, was, was, it was very touching. It was touching. funny because at a point it was like he was done with the whole thing. He's done, I'm leaving. And he like, closed. Oh, <laughs> the race is tomorrow. Will you be around? Because he was done. Yeah. Um, I think Vettel has had a really nice weekend seeing like people in... Aston Martin gear, yeah, to too, dressed Ooh. as Vettel and coming out to support him. And I think his his wife and kids were also around. Around, yeah, yeah. So um, he's had all the kudos to support. Ted for giving them privacy and asking Was that the really camera man. Uh, uh he told them to stop filming. So to he be shouldn't fair. have mentioned it. In the first <laughs> <place>. <laughs> yes, I drew more attention <laughs> to it, but yes. Um, what else? So how so, there? Standings ended on on the grid, like the starting grid. So we had what was the number? <laughs> one so one thousand. Top, top three was separated by. Please, I don't know one one thousand. <laughs> I know zero point zero one zero, and then the gap between Lida and Carlos was zero point zero. Five seven. Do you know, do you know the, the vibe this is giving me? <laughs> well, fractures. You two <laughs> rise before an exam. <laughs> a B B B A. If, they, if I deviate, small. If they change the question small, no, that's the end. <laughs> anyway, what is zero, zero? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um yeah, that was that was a good colleague. Um, I think Max made. I think he made a mistake or he messed it up. At a point, their final the, laps, the final, the lap. final laps for a lot of people apparently it might have been because of the ties. So you have like one run, one flying lap with the soft ties, and then after that they he lost sort of, a part of his exhaust or so. Like he, yeah, yes, yeah. So they sort of like lose. So most of them were losing time on that on that um 
ran on that lap. Okay, but so I don't know how Shao does it, but you know him there. He yes. can squeeze time and do his things. It's very risky it in, to so. be a Ferrari fan because in as much as you know he's going to push very hard, you also know that it just takes a very tiny margin of error to like get him off the track. But so that's a for Oh, and there was the Verstappen and Norris um Oh, issue as well. how could we forget? Yes, Verstappen almost crashed into Norris. So there was a chance that Verstappen was going to lose pole position, but apparently he was just given a reprimand. Wow. Yeah, because Must it be was nice a to be a he red was sorry. Bull driver. Yeah, but he was sorry. so sorry. We were, but yeah, yeah, we are. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> if only sorry was enough. Yes, yeah, so he didn't get p- penalized. He kept his pole position. And apparently it's also because Norris was going too fast on the outlap. So it was a combination of both. Was it really but too fast? I I beg to differ because Norris said there's a gentleman's agreement that at that part of the track you are not supposed to overtake, right? But he was saying, well, he felt like he could overtake. The fact that there's a gentleman's agreement doesn't mean he won't do something that serves him better. So he decided to overtake. And, and that happened was he did really it twice, soon, but yeah. yes. It was a reprimand because apparently there's precedence he for that. He was driving erratically, slowly, and there was a third <laughs> thing, but he breached all those three and still managed to keep the position. Must be nice. Must well, be very nice. FIAM God on your side. Oh, friends in high places. <laughs> anyway, um, so now should we go to the race? We this woke race. up very early. <laughs> I, I should have slept to like seven because they started the race at the beginning. Total chaos, right? Right off the, the starting line, Charles almost had Verstappen. Reaction time. Oh my 0. God. 0.26 versus 0. 0.3 something. Yes, I saw it. I kept it in my brain. She chewed it. <laughs> so Charles had a better start, but fortunately for Verstappen, being the smart guy he is, he had a better like part of the grid in that scenario, which yeah. had more traction, so the outside line, and he managed to keep it. And Charles broke a bit too early because probably yeah. didn't want to risk it. Which made yeah. sense because he did, he didn't send it. <laughs> <laughs> but Max had a slower reaction time because apparently he had a wheel spin, whatever well, that means. But yes. yes, so he. Do you know what I like about this scenario? Tell us. Because it was being analyzed, and I'm not a Max fan, but <laughs> so what happened Can't was. You giggling, Twitter. <laughs> what happened was he saw the outside line. From afar. So when he saw, I beg beg to define. Do you know why? (laughs) This is Karuno. It's not Max saying he saw it. Karun is saying that Max saw it. Let me say that Karun, who we are fighting with, and we'll get to that one soon. He's such a Max lover, my goodness. (laughs) Karun said that Max saw the outside line from where he and um, Shao were battling. And chose to take that outside line because in a dry race, he didn't have a Shao choice. was right to go for the inside line because that inside line is where would is what would have put him ahead of Max. But in a wet race, the outside line should be the goal. So he raced for that outside line before Shao could reach there. I object. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's not that deep. See, Max was on the outside. He couldn't have gone anywhere else. 
Charles was on the inside because he started at that side of the track, and that was the only way he could have overtaken. Me, it's just not that all deep. I want to say is that it's not that deep. all the analysis they've been doing. It's, it's really true that Max has been doing that while driving at three hundred. I think it's more instinct than anything else. Yes, because it's, he has yeah, embodied he was, it. Now he, he wasn't he thinking. It's it. not that deep. That's what I'm trying to say. Why are you trying to describe it's not that like deep. Like, like, it's not that deep. And where was Max going to go? The guy's sticking inside like... He could have he, pulled back. To be fair, Max will not Max. pull back. <laughs> Max. Max will not go anywhere. <laughs> Well, so yeah, it w- all we are trying to say is it worked out well for Max. He mm. still came up ahead. Um, Charles and Max gapped the rest of the field. All we saw, oh my God, was a oh, Ferrari wait, in oh. the wall. All we are coming to say from here is in one lap. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Ferrari in the wall. And I was like, Charles, no. See, my eyes opened at once. I was awake. I was like, Charles, was... Charles, not again. <laughs> Only for me to see number 55. So, oh, oh, damn God. <laughs> oh, you guys are mean. I'm <laughs> I love Carlos Chili Pepper size. Carlos, but I'm really, sorry. We but really needed this one. Say, Charles, will go pound. Yeah, I'm sorry. Official lump. So, sadly for Carlos, again, it was just plain bad luck. He, apparently he hit a patch of aqua and had like some aqua planing and just really yeah, he went was just off. going like it was kind of scary looking at the, the and, and that was it and he you know ripped some billboards just doing so the billboard was in the road that, at the same time mm-hmm. Albon had a failure a hydraulic issue apparently so he was stuck in second gear and also had to check out which was sad for him considering where go TV ended up at the same time, <laughs> here jo, comes Joe Span. Mm. He spun. So he pirouetted. Like Piro- he pirouetted. <laughs> it's a pirouette. So pirouette. the past tense is what pirouetted. 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 Pirouette. But I was, I was Also, it might be a French word, so it might be pirouette. He spun. <laughs> His father managed to keep it on the road and kept going. And then... At the same time, Alonso passed Hamilton. The first lap, he did. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, at the same time, Vettel Vettel also spun because he crashed into the same Alonso. Alonso. (laughs) He all ancient of days. Then, (laughs) Gasly. Gasly. All we saw was Gasly had a new front wing. What? So, Gasly started from the pits. Yes, we forgot to mention that. He started from the pits because he changed his, I think it was his rear wing. And apparently, when the car is in Park Fermi after Koli, you are not allowed to change unless it's like for like. So, since this wasn't like for like, he had to start in the pit lane. So, here comes Pierre Gasly just cruising out the street in his 6-4. And he got... His front wing got redesigned for the mandem. So you yeah, remember he was, that barrier we speak about? <laughs> the barrier that Carlos cleared the billboard. So yeah, we saw Pierre Gasly with a Rolex sign. <laughs> I've not seen better advertisements for any company this this whole season. So poor Gasly had to go back into the pits to change his front wing and sort that out. And then we had there was a red, a red flag, flag because of Carlos's crash and all the chaos. And actually, it started raining too much. The spray was way too much. It, very poor visibility. So now, 
everyone comes into the pits and we see a very angry Pierre Gasly. I'm like, Pierre, we get to the billboard, destroyed your front wing, and then you came in to change, and it's a red flag, and you What are you doing? And you know, know they're very French thing. Only for us to realize that they wanted to kill him. Oh, why? They put a tractor on, like, I think it was 10, 12, and it was right in the racing line, which meant that the drivers were not really able to see. Like, it was very bad. So even those cars that were behind the safety car apparently didn't see the tractor. And there are so many radio messages from most of the drivers talking about, like, why is there a tractor on this, you know, side of... Like, why is there even a tractor on the track? Right? After everything that has happened Now, can we give context to everything? Queen, take it away. You are passionate about this. There, once upon a time, time, time. <laughs> there was a guy named Jules Bianchi. Bianchi. Hey. <laughs> Bianchi, please. Bianchi. Godfather. Driver number 17. Godfather to the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we lost Jules in 2014. Exactly eight years ago. At Ex- Suzuka. Suzuka, exactly Japan. Eight years ago. Also, I think his birthday was recently. So it's like compounding things he's still in our minds we've all been thinking about jb17 and you know like what he's done for safety in the sport ever since his accident because it's because of him they introduced the halo and all of that and here we were thinking we've made huge strides in safety and they just managed to recreate that exact same scenario that kills you today 2022 now that's not what was annoying when this whole race was red flagged, it go we were hanging out with Sky Sports basically. So we're hanging out with Karun and his people, uh, Paul Diesta, and then they start talking about the fact that um, Gasly was going too fast, basically. So yeah, so they spun the story and pinned the blame on Gasly, and the whole point was the tractor should not have even been on the track in the first place. They went on and on talking about how Gasly should know from junior racing that you do not speed when Under there's the red flag when or there's a red yellow. flag, and I'm like, what the hell? We you people care. are racing drivers. Both of you should know. And then Jensen Button comes in and he actually starts speaking sense, saying that why was the tractor there in the first yeah, place? Yeah, that's the bottom line here. It doesn't matter if he was going fast or slow. There was still a tractor on the track. Why? Suzuka, like of all the places. And it was really sad because, um, what's his name? Um, Joe Bianchi's father, I think he's Henry, he actually posted like the whole incident and said no respect for the driver's lives or for Jules's memory. Like this is a father grieving his son and he has to do it every single like year. And this year he sees the very same thing that killed his son happen again when everyone thought we are past this. Because I think the exact same scenario happened in Monza. The only difference was there was visibility. They could see it. See the tractor. This time, zero, zero visibility. Like, and the fact that FIA spanned this whole thing when it was wrong to begin with, like, it blows my mind. They are just like some sort of governments I don't want to mention and some sort of (laughs) people in authority. The best way to defend is to attack. They've done the wrong thing. Instead of owning up and making sure that it never happens again, oh, yes, it's... Someone's, someone's fault. fault. And apparently when Jules died as well, they sort of blamed it on him and said he was going too fast, which is why he lost control and span. span. Come on, guys. Let's do better. 
Anyway, I want to say kudos to Lando for being one of the first drivers to be vocal about it. Like, he actually tweeted during the red flag about the fact that it was unacceptable. And so many others joined. Anyway. So, um, Gasly got a penalty. He, he got yeah, penalized. Yeah, by the end of the race, he got a 20-second time penalty and two points or two penalty points on the whole. I think they have, like, this system where you get penalty points for a 12-month period. And he's already he was already at, I think, seven. So now he's on nine, nine. points. Mm. And if you get 12 points per 12-month period, you forfeit a race. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Gasly didn't have the best race considering his announcements, but we all know the case. Once people sign for new teams, it yeah, just... you don't do well yeah. for a while. For a while. Anyway. Unless you're Max Verstappen. All this happened before the red flag. Mm. And we had to wait like a whole hour before we had news that the race was going to restart. So at a point, it was going to restart and we realized, okay, no, it's still raining too much. And we just thought, okay, the, sadly, this is going to be Spa 2021 all over again. These fans came here to watch a race and it's just not going to happen. What's next? Fortunately, it restarted on the timer. I think an hour or less than an hour, about 40 minutes. That, I think it's at, a, at an hour. Like slightly less than an hour mark. So, yeah, they had a timed race. What happened afterwards? And the rolling start. Was it a rolling start? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it was, it was after the safety car. Yeah. And, yeah, so essentially what happened was a lot of the drivers at the back just dived into the pits to change to intermediates because that was better than the wet tires they, they were all forced to start mm -hmm. with. Um, Max and... Charles held position for a very long time before and diving the into the mm. pits to get into it. Yeah. And, well, it worked for some people. <laughs> there was a slim moment where Mick Schumacher, Mick Schumacher led the race. Mick Schumacher. For a few seconds, Verstappen said, what? <laughs> Never. <laughs> he took it back. And then Charles also passed him. And sadly, it was a very bad call for Mick because they were trying to... They were predicting a safety car, which never happened. But if it had happened, he would have gotten a free pit stop. But it didn't happen for him. So, so he, he was ended up last wet the whole, the time, whole time. And then he finally slower. went in to change to intermediates. And he just lost so much time. Right? So sadly for Mick, for a brief second, he glimpsed glory. <laughs> and, and then it was snatched away from Max Verstappen. <laughs> One thing to mention is that Vettel was the first person to go on Intes. So everyone yes. was, again, a guinea pig. He was a guinea pig, but this time the call was worked. the right yeah. call. And I just want to mention that after he spun, he went all the way back to P16. Like he was, or maybe P18, because two cars were out at that, at that point. And he managed to climb his way back to glory guys Ooh. Vettel won driver of the day and rightfully so Aww. amazing it's just like the spirit of suzuka entered this guy and he's like this is my race and speaking of Vettel did anyone see the stats show had he went from like P18 or P17 to P11. He just took like this line on the right and zoomed past everyone. And it was like, wow, this is amazing. Stroll was jinxed by the commentators. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even finish in the points. And Vettel, who was E12, even I think. back, back still came to mm. pass him. So, and I, one other person, Russell. <laughs> Russell, during the, when everyone was spitting, wanted to stay on wets. 
Not that he wanted actually to actually. He wanted to stay on wet for, for one, one, more, one lap more lap because he didn't want a double stack. He felt like the double stack delayed him. Jerry, one more <laughs> lap wouldn't have worked for you. Yeah. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wrong choice. Just because you get some some of the calls right doesn't mean that you you get all of the calls right. Sometimes let the strategist do I think their he way. He was just getting he was PTSD for a long time. I was like, can you keep quiet, dear Georgie? Yeah. But <laughs> I think the problem was he was getting PTSD from last the last race where he was the guinea pig. So it was just all over the place. He was being emotional, full stop. And I just want to say that Danny Rick also had a beautiful start from, was it P14 or wherever he qualified? I think it was P11. P11 to P8. Yeah, P11. Yeah. Guys, McLaren did it again. They ruined <laughs> it for him. They didn't pull him in for their pistol, but guess who they pulled in? Yeah, Lando Norris. McLando team. Woo! Yeah, so... As usual, Lando got the better deal and made it to top 10. He finished P10 and Ricardo went against all the odds after he was pulled in, came back from P14 to P11. He didn't finish in the points, but considering the car, he made it work for him. Guys, guess who finished in the points? Hey, 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 hey. Latifi! Latifi! Finally, you guys. <laughs> it took him losing his seats. To find points. <laughs> he has released the video. Yes. <laughs> Just for... Come for, he dropped the record. Yo. So he's no longer 21st in the twins. We are proud of you. <laughs> and it was P92 and full yeah. points, meaning two points. Wow. We are proud of you. We are proud of you. The only F1 driver we've met. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so when it was like we had like 23 minutes remaining on the time I just started seeing the gap between Verstappen and Leclerc widen and widen and the worst part was Leclerc had set fastest lap I'm like ah wait so what's going on how did he set fastest lap and then now the gap is increasing only for us to be hearing stories about ties and tie day he, he actually asked if he could pit like guys if I pit where would I end up and I was like you are pitting to go where <laughs> No, but like honestly, honestly, I think it was also dangerous. It was yeah. just a matter of time. And he was just lucky that it was a very short period of time. Else he would probably have gone off because yeah. the ties yeah. were gone. They were just gone. And he this didn't car. want to risk losing five places and ending yeah. his contention for the championship, even though Which we know it that ended it, anyway. <laughs> it was going to be over the next race. And can I just say that Sky commentators took us for idiots. <laughs> they really, they really took they us for idiots. The nations <laughs> for over one hour, they were lying to us. They told us they, they were giving us some complicated to have intended that table. <laughs> they came to lie to us. Hey. So long and short of it is, mm. we all thought that there was no way anyone was getting full points for this race because of some regulation that Grofty. <laughs> <laughs> Grofty hey, gave us. Mm. So here we were. The race was over. I mean, I feel like we are skipping to the end, but we need to discuss this. The race was over. We were all confused because we were like, okay, Max has won, but he has not won the championship. They said there was no possibility. I about this. They said we didn't have the mark. Grofty <laughs> will be mentioning it in his commentating. Like he says, he says that. And the truth is, everyone thought the same thing. Well, Baxton tweeted about it. Chris Medland tweeted about it. Everyone was like, we don't get what's going on. Like, why are they saying Max has won the championship? 
Guys, controversy again. FIA Aquaba. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, the rule is that if a race doesn't restart after being red flagged, that is when those whole percentage points are applied. But if it is restarted, then full points are applied. Obviously, there's, it's very erroneous because it means after it was restarted, if it even finished under two laps, they would still get full points, which doesn't really make sense. But it looks like something they have to rethink. Anyway, we are not here to discuss the law. Because that law doesn't see. make sense. <laughs> Me, ready to jump yeah. on the mic and discuss the law. <laughs> I mean, we can't do anything about it at this point. So I just want to say it. the FIA has to be held accountable. Enough is enough. Should we do a but Aluta continua? Who watches the watchman? Exactly. Mm. Anyway, I think we skipped to the good part. <laughs> no, Hamilton Ocon. We can yes. go back to Hamilton. I mean, that was the whole 20 minutes, the last battle. 20 minutes. That, that was the main battle. Um, Alonso managed to pass, um, who was it, Russell again? He, he changed. And yeah, then so Alonso, Alonso um, he pitted. I think Alonso pitted, changed his tyres when they hit the 10-minute mark. To get a better chance of overtaking. So um, he had fresher tires and was able to take on Russell first. And at the end, he almost took Vettel. Vettel. Almost. I think it was 0.431 and then came to take on Russell. And then there was Vettel. Him versus Vettel. Yes. And they, they crossed this by 0 0.011. There was a, an extra one. But yeah, safe to say Vettel made it. I think it was P6 versus Alonso yeah. P7. Yeah. So they gave us a good fight we did not see. F1 hey, direct. We did not see it though. I don't know if they showed a replay because. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Everyone was complaining about the fact that we didn't see it. We just sort of heard about it. Mm. And because they were busy replaying the facts that Charles went off at the last chicane, right before glory, he had held on so well because his ties had fallen apart. There was now a 26, 27 second gap between him and Verstappen, mm -hmm. and Checo gained on him. So, it, like in those last few laps, it was just Checo giving him trouble, trouble, trouble. He managed to place the car so well, and at the very last chicane, he lost it. Um, outbraked himself and went off track and came back on ahead of Checo, which meant he gained an advantage. So, well, FIA, for once in their life, they were able to make a very quick decision to penalize him by five points. If he was ahead, does the gaining advantage come in because he would have been behind Checo? Apparently so, but to so be it's, fair, we are working I on the assumption. Yes, it's an assumption. He, yeah. Checo would have passed him. Yes, so he because gained. he went off. So this but is virtual assumption. He cuts, he cuts. I don't even see it like that, right? Because Monaco, when you cut that chicane, I don't know if you see that the chicane I'm talking about, but when you cut it, you literally come out ahead. He went off, but managed to come back on quicker. Honestly, I feel if it were Checo, we will not be having this conversation. Hmm. Let's just say it as it is. Because they would even have, last week they took just last ten week, billion they trillion years to come out with the whole Checo has been penalized five points good penalty it wasn't even a good penalty I think it was a five second time penalty but it took them so long to make this decision they allowed Checo to come and defend him so I know it's not the same scenario don't come for me but 
can we see that there's some there's discrepancy inconsistencies here? Yeah. That, like, I just feel like that this is something they really need to sit down as a body and discuss because all throughout this weekend we've had like several things come up. And it's all just about the inconsistencies surrounding the, the regulations and how they execute them. It, there's hmm. just too much ambiguity. We sound like broken records, but I mean, it's the truth. We do, we do. So Hamilton versus Ocon. Ocon well done, a great, Ocon. great race. It was nice to see him keep a world champion behind him for a seven-time world champion <laughs> at that yes but the meg just didn't have the straight line Nine speed sadly yeah. for him that's that's w13 i don't know i don't know and we ended this race with joe guanyu having fastest lap yeah so he took the points of the leading teams he didn't get a point himself because he finished out of the um top 10 but well kudos to you joe we see you which is funny because I think when we're talking about this whole championship um, decider thing, it came up that what if like someone like Mercedes, someone in the Mercedes team takes the point off out of pettiness. It will <laughs> be out of just, pettiness. You change your tires and then you just take the points off. But it didn't happen that way because Joe did the job for us. And it was one of the reasons why we actually closed our minds to Max winning this championship. This weekend. This yes. weekend. Only for us to go and watch post-race interviews to see that. Oh, by the How way. How convenient. If I second time penalty gave it to Max. Yeah. Conveniently. I mean, you'd have won it anyway, so let me not sound it's salty. Just, but the circumstances, once again, are yeah. very, you know, shady. Can you just win for win? Like, just win and let us move on. In I mean, clean, it's fine. Nice, he have won in He's one no, way ahead of time. Without like the know. whole controversy and confusion and just a quiet win. Max, can you manage that next time? It's Thank not his you. fault. <laughs> it actually isn't his fault. Yeah. Anyway, was there anything else worth mentioning? And we've already mentioned the 22nd time penalty. Did we talk about Daniel Ricciardo? Um, I slightly mentioned the fact that he, they messed up his pit stop again. Which mean, made him... F1. Yeah. You don't want to inform your people. Finally, with your Ricardo updates. Week, week in, week out. It is with great regrets and <laughs> immense sadness that I announced that Danny Rick has said officially he will not be on the grid for 2023. It's very sad for those of us Ricardo stands because it means he doesn't even get to race in Las Vegas when he was one of the drivers to really push for it. Mm. I mean, Ricardo is not just any driver. Like, he has a proven track record, and two seasons have just sort of erased that from the minds of almost everyone. I mean, I feel like everyone is saying, oh, he's a great driver, eight-time world, um, whatever, race winner. Um, he's great and all of that, but no one wants to take the risk on him. But if you ask me, he's a better bet than someone like Nico Hülkenberg. Who could not even manage a podium after almost 10 years in the... I mean, come on, guys. To be fair, I think Daniel does not want to lower his standards, according mm. to him, like to drive for either Haas or Williams, which is why he hasn't probably called any of them, because I think Gunther said he's not the one to go chasing. Daniel should have called himself. So at this point, we have heard it's either Antonio Giovinazzi, Nico Hülkenberg, or... 
um, Shumi. Shumaka. Hopefully, Shumi retains the seat because honestly, those are the, the two have there <laughs> has been like they've had, they've their, had chance, their chance so. and they couldn't make it work. And there is no guarantee that they are going to do any better than Shumi at this point. I mean, Shumi has had rough patches here and there. But we have seen, like I say, flashes, flashes of, brilliance. of brilliance. So he's not yeah. his father. He has fallen far, well, slightly far <laughs> from the tree. He's not what we were hoping for, but he, he's still doing a solid job, enough job to keep his seat. And to be fair, Latifi, I love him, but like Latifi was able to keep his seat for three seasons and Danny Rick has been sacked after two. I feel like he deserved way better than that. So, um, yeah, like I said, emotionally downcast. This has been a tough weekend for me, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, emotionally. <laughs> psychologically. Yeah, but hmm, I'm sorry that you have to go through this. I it's mean, not I'm easy. Not like, imagine being a Ricardo and a Leclerc fan. Like, yeah. you are struggling. I'm and really struggling. Fan. Don't oh, worry. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> God is holding you. He's giving you hugs. And um, I... When I heard the Ricardo thing, I was honestly, I still don't believe it. I think I it's know just, we all felt like, oh, I some way, somehow, I think it's wrong. Like, he would find a way to be on the grid next season. It's kind of scary how it ends, right? Like, you spend all this time and all this energy, but it really is cutthroat, and people are going to drop you. And when they say you are as good as your last tweet, they really, they really mean, mean it. it. And so, like, just like that, he's gone. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen to who next. Like, I just feel, at- I just feel like it's very unfair, who, like, when they decide to be cut through. Like, in mm. some cases, yeah. they just leave the person to do whatever it is. Like, it's fine. Like, like if- I just think Daniel is a victim of his own success because he was yeah. so good that they were expecting so much more from him. And at this point, nobody wants to give him another chance because, like, they are not sure where his head is at. Like, this is a very mental thing as well. And they've broken this guy so much that no one is sure that he'll be able to do a good job if they are supposed to give him. Like, honestly, it would also be too much pressure for him because imagine he gets a seat elsewhere and they are like, okay, finally, it's a different car. This is your time to To prove prove that the the problem was with McLaren. But let's bear in mind that every driver will still have to take some time to adapt and change his driving style to a new car with new quirks. So then that would have just been like extra pressure and he would have had to struggle again. And I mean, it's a lot. So I understand if... he personally thinks he needs like a sabbatical to clear his head and be in a good enough mental space that if he gets into any car just like that, he switches on and he's able to be the Danny Rick we all know and love. But at this point, yeah, 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 there's really no opportunities in 2024. The only way it works is if he were to end up in like Red Bull, and even with Red Bull, I'm not sure how different the car is from when he was in Red Bull. And Alpine yeah. doesn't look like they're interested in having him at all. But that would have been the other option. It has to be a team that he has been with before so that it reduces that kind of pressure of him, you know, trying to get used to the car. But there's also the fact that it's a new regulations period, right? So either ways, he will have to get used to driving that car in this period as compared to when he used to drive it. So either ways, he's, he's doomed. And he just doesn't want to stay for that. So whatever you do next... Daniel, we, we are here. We are here for you. We'll support you. We'll you try can and come buy on our some podcast merch. Too. 
Yeah, apparently. We'll be in your DMs because apparently you have time for interviews next week. <laughs> so. Okay, is there anything else that there's no race till like 20 two, next, two weeks, next right. two weeks? So we have some time. We have Austin. Yeah. Texas. We, we have time to. Daniel's last race in America. Yes. How sad. Vessels too. Don't forget Vessel. <laughs> but um, we will be here um, next week. Um, with something new, something nice, something fun, something interesting. Um, so we have a guest, no? We, we do ish have a guest. We yes, will confirm. We have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> we I will. think we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun. Who is coming on? You do not know. And um, so talking about guests again, I am going to say this: if you have like any submissions, audio. Um, messages or texts that you want to share with any of our guests, drop us an email at happensandstraits dot at gmail happensandstraits at gmail dot com. Hey, <laughs> or you can reach us on Twitter and on IG Happens and Straits, and we are also on TikTok. So if you happen to have a TikTok account, please give us a follow. We are in dire need. Of followers, um, <laughs> we beg you, <laughs> please. We are begging. Um, I, I think that's it for this week, folks. You yeah. know what to do: subscribe, like, follow, tell a friend to tell a friend to, to tell, tell another, another friend, friend that happens and straight is the podcast to follow. Thanks, and you'll hear from us. <laughs> God, I need to go back to work. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.